Good morning, good day, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Hashtag From Coach to Coach, Hashtag We Talk on Mondays. This is your coach, Francisco, your host as well. And today, I have Shumei Chang, our beloved financial coach based in Sri Lanka. How is, how is, how is Shumei? Hi, Francisco, and thank you for inviting me today. Thanks to you. More than welcome to be part of the community, Shumei. Mm-hmm. So what is the topic or what's the topic? What would you like to share for today's session? I think a little bit about the financial well-being because okay. it's something most of us have not heard about or some of us have heard about it but not really sure what it's all about. I'd like to maybe share something about that because that's what I work with every day with individuals. Oh, you make a very easy question for me. So what is it all about? (laughs) (laughs) Tell me. So basically financial well-being is just like we know about our physical, mental and emotional well-being. It's all about our finances. How are we able to manage our day-to-day finances and also looking at the long term, our future, how stable and how Settled out, are we in terms of our finances yes. for the long term for us and our loved ones? Okay. So, what else is there in this financial well-being that you would like to tell? I think for me, financial well-being is something very important because we think, oh, money is not everything. We go to work, we earn. And we spend, but that's it. There's something more than that. It's that we tend to forget that financial stress can be real. That financial stress, anxiety, depression, and all these health problems that arise because we tend to worry about money, we don't know about money, can actually affect us in different ways at life. Mm -hmm. Like at the workplace, our job performance goes down. And when we come back home, because of these money issues and money problems, we are not handling our relationships with our loved ones well. And also in terms of health, we might yes. not be able to sleep and so many different different things coming up because we are not financially well. So Shumei, let me ask this. Mm-hmm. You said about financially well. Yes. How would I say, how would you measure that? for each individual or is there something is there something you can tell about this financially well financially well it wealth or financial wellness can be different from person to person mm. so some people might think it's a perspective like if you have money in the bank you have assets you're financially well yeah and some people might think it's about having uh, not only wealth in terms of money but also in terms of your health. If you have a good health, if you have good relationships with your loved ones, you have a good job that you're happy working with, that can also be part of that wealth. Yeah, yeah. So there's no strict indicator as, okay, this is how you define financial well-being. But the indicator could be that how well are you able to survive 
how much of money you have to survive for how many months mm-hmm. or a year in case you lose your job and also in terms of the future for your kids for your retirement are there enough sufficient funds available or at the age of 65 when you retire there's no funds and then yeah. you tend to worry yeah so that's kind of like an indication of financial well-being so i suppose this financial well-being is as you said it's pretty much to be considered by everyone right to have their balance in their life in their profession in the relationship at home and their family and things like that financial well-being what would you tell would you be able to tell to someone that you're able to approach or coach where to start mm-hmm. i think the first place is the mindset is what kind of mindset do you have about money yes and finances most often we think oh money we should have money to live money is like essential but most of the time we all tend to think negatively about money we never have enough money oh i wish i had this raise so yes i would simply say there are two different mindsets to money one is the abundance mindset where we are grateful for everything we have and even to be grateful for the food that we have the roof over our head and even when we do something good we get a raise it's about giving something back to someone yeah. who's in need but we tend to forget that abundance mindset and always think we never have enough and so we always get money we spend money but we are not having that abundance mindset to attract money to see new opportunities I think so the first step is understanding your mindset. Okay. What are your perceptions about money? Understanding them helps to see how we perceive about that mindset. So you said abundance and what is there any other what is the other one? Is the scarcity mindset. Scarcity. Yes. Like we never have enough. Oh, I got this bonus and then i had this payment and i always have expenses so even when we say that it's all negative ah. so i tend to pause my clients and ask okay did you just notice what you're saying you always say anything negatively about money and so that whole actions decisions everything is based on that negative mindset that scarcity mindset wow interesting so there's abundance mindset mm-hmm. and a scarcity mindset yeah. and what i'm hearing is scarcity is lost towards to be negative even though you get a you get a bonus nice bonus or nice extra money and looks like you're already like oh i have to pay bills i have to pay this and things like that mm. okay and this abundance and scarcity that you're stating shermay would you think it's both are in an individual or an individual has more trends to go towards more abundance or scarcity or both are equals in a, in a, in an individual you you got my point yes yeah i think usually these both mindsets are there but because we are not aware of it yes our tendency is always that scarcity mindset so automatically the way we have been brought up the way we've been raised that scarcity mindset comes in like even I can give a simple example like I want to save a particular amount yes. per month so the abundance mindset will find a way to make it happen 
it will find somehow a new source of income, cutting down some expense to save that amount. Whereas the scarcity mindset this comes up with so many different excuses. Oh, I have to pay this. I have to go out. I will not have enough money. So that savings will not even happen because in the mind, it's like, oh, I can't do it. So it just completely like stops them even from moving forward. Yeah. And how, how would you, obviously there's a certain awareness that has to come from an individual, no? if it is abundance or scarcity, right? How would you try to coach or support or in an individual who are seeking this kind of financial well-being? Shumai. Mm-hmm. So I think the first step is understanding their mindset. Which side is it predominantly heading to? Is it the abundance or is it the scarcity? And the step two is if it's that scarcity mindset that tends to be the more dominant one, it's about identifying where is it coming from. Yeah. And picking up exactly what are those limiting thoughts and beliefs because those are what's stopping them from achieving financial wellness. Because to gain that awareness, they have to be open. They have to be vulnerable. So in that sense, it's about noticing them. In a particular day or for a week, I ask them to be just mindful, just jot down what comes to their mind. Or what are their actions? What are their thoughts? When it comes to buying something or making an investment. And that's how they slowly start getting that awareness on mm. their own. And that has been truly life-changing with some of my clients. Life-changing, as you said. Because this was precisely what I was about to, 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 to ask and my curiosity here, as you may. Financial well-being and financial awareness, right? As, as we grow, I suppose, as we grow, there will be some stages of financial needs, right? Yes. So I, it's, 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 is it like a stage in life, this kind of financial well-being or financial awareness? Or it's a habit? I, um, I would like to know about that. Mm-hmm. Ideally, it should be a habit that should be developed throughout the years and grown into financial discipline. Because when the discipline is there, the financial wellness part is much easier to achieve. But usually what happens is we go through different stages. Hmm. So young adult, we just start working. We do not know anything about financial literacy, financial well-being. Yeah. Or being that financial freedom is one day to have your own thing and not have to depend on anyone. So we get the salary, we spend it, we bust it out on just that first two weeks. And I think that's why it has this life cycle. So we are difficult to come back to that habit because we are not aware. Okay. We are not mindful. Oh, I'm getting more curiosity curious here, Shumei. But financial freedom. I think it's part of the, the, the stage. I This is my opinion. I think it's part of the uh, stage in life where you have my the, you would be would like to have a financial well-being understand that mean and your financial awareness hoping that sooner or later hope, so hoping sooner to have a financial freedom 
but in an individual, there's a lot of changes in their life, right? So how do you how would you like to, you know, share your your knowledge or your your expertise in this level to, to those individuals who by stages mm -hmm. changes and they need changes as well, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you're very much correct, Francisco. We go through different stages. And with those changes, we evolve our financial needs change. Yeah. Like from young adult to adult, yeah. getting married, children, new responsibilities. And I think it's all about knowing where we are heading and planning in advance is how I have seen working with my clients being the best way. For example, most often we jump into marriage, we get into a wedding this gala wedding without having that sufficient funds, or at mm -hmm. least part of the funds. So what we do, we go and borrow from maybe no. a credit card or a personal loan. But in advance, if you knew, okay, I'm gonna getting, I'm gonna get married in another two to three years. So start planning for it now. Build a small buffer. Then you're so much covered that you don't have to take debt. Yes. And similarly, planning for a child. Because that's also a responsibility and not just having a child and then trying to find the sources. But financial awareness gives you a choice that you know in this years to come, this is going to, this expense is coming, this responsibility is coming. So how do I prepare for it now? And then seeing the opportunities and the choices to make and pick that best one that suits for them. Yeah. yeah. I like what you said how to prepare now I, I, because i know in myself hmm, i don't have this kind of financial planning i rely on my wife by the way but anyway the point there is like how do i plan how would you invite yeah, uh, someone that you would like to coach or someone to be, that would like to be coached for this financial well-being or financial awareness how is going to be the first step for them uh, for you to you know to start the session or for them to start planning now? Mm -hmm. So first is that mindset, because they have to be open. They have to know. So after we understand that mindset, the next step is understanding their current position. How are their habits? How are their financial management tools or ways that they manage? Hmm. So it's about tracking their expenses, their income, just to get an idea of, okay, how much are you roughly making per month? And then how much are you spending and what is left? And that's where we start. So we know what is the situation now. And then we get them to sit down and ask, okay, where do you want to be? What is it that you want to achieve in the next one year, three years, or five years? That's the way we set the financial goals for them. And yeah. then we work from there onwards, from where they are now, to their goals, what needs to happen? <laughs> it's like part of the, the the cycle of life, right? What would you like to achieve, or what what's your goal? No? That's a question. But if I may uh, ask again, if you may, you, there's a topic. What's that? Uh, the question you said. What type of mindset regarding money do you have? And you said to the abundance and scarcity, right? Maybe I asked it a while ago, but still in my mind is a normal person does have these two mindset or more 
gan uh, more abundance or other or more scarcity or depends or it's balanced i don't know i think they have both uh-huh. but that abundance side is a sleep the scarcity one is active yeah but to shift that sleeping one and make them awake it has to be done consciously oh. we have to nudge them and shake and wake them up the abundance mindset it's it's both here in the head ah. so perhaps that we enter in this uh, cycle or loop of scarcity mm-hmm. right and what you're stating is like we have to shake a bit our mindset from scarcity stage scarcity stage to more abundance Mm-hmm. Is that what you're uh, uh, stating? Yes. Yes. Okay. And what have you experienced in your sessions and show me of this? How are you able to shift <laughs> the scarcity mindset to towards the abundance? Mm-hmm. Initially, there is a lot of resistance because number one, people are not aware, and when they are becoming aware that I have this tendency. they try to deny it first that it's not me and they have so many reasons i was brought up this way this is how i grew up and we were not allowed to spend that like spend whenever we want yeah but when like very only for essential items and that mindset has trapped them in some kind of like a box but getting them to see to notice most often say you get a bonus or a raise what happens what you do with that money yeah and then when they realize they say go oh, i've been doing this mm-hmm. and it's my thoughts that has been stopping me even for taking a risk or investing in something so when they become aware that they realize that i should be the one who's taking control of my destiny that i'd make the choices and that is my money i think that's that ownership when it comes is truly powerful huh. the control in that sense okay so what have been your main let's say in, in impact if i may say towards a client that approach you as a coach in financial well-being what could be like one or two good e- e- impact that you've seen at least two case studies comes to my mind um the first is that client was having limiting blocks like i can't do it i'm too old to go back to work yeah. and even to earn to ask for a raise i think with this change in the mindset mm-hmm. he was able to go back she got a new opportunity she took that opportunity and she's now working doing what she likes and this sense of freedom this joy of coming back i think that's something i saw was truly amazing that she embracing herself that it was me who was stopping myself from going out there and asking yeah. from taking and another client was i always says look at the baby steps that you can take the little things that you can change that could make an impact so we were going through like what are the expenses that we can cut and so one thing that came up was the internet bill 
So with everyone working from home, and there's this nighttime data and the daytime data. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if you don't really need <laughs> the day night data, you can downgrade your package and maybe take an additional work and learn package or this like meetings and all these yeah. special packages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so last time I spoke to this client, he was telling me so he reduced the bill. So he's saving about in our local currency about thousand to two thousand per month. Yes. And he's also bought a new fridge <laughs> that is also like energy saving. And from there again, he's like finding multiple ways of actually cutting down expenses now. So it's just one leading to another. I and see. So that's what you said, the, the, the control. Yes, that's right. Nice. Very good, Shimai. Very good. Very good. Nice sharing. Nice sharing today. Anything else that you would like to add or share before we close? Mm. I think I would invite them to be aware of what is your mind, your thoughts about money. And if it's possible to start tracking, where is your money coming? Where is your money going? That awareness will help them see different things about themselves and their financial position that they didn't see before. I like that much. I like that way. Thank you, Shumei. I will take the title of How to Gain Power in Your Finance Well-Being. Mm-hmm. Shumei, well, thank you very much. It was a, I really appreciate your sharing regarding the financial well-being. I, I, I was quite curious, by the way, in today's session. I learned a, a bit more of how to gain that, gain that finance, uh, finance power to control. It's going to be difficult, by the way, for me. But anyway, mm-hmm. we'll do. Shumei, thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you, Francisco. Thanks. Well, my dear listeners, good morning, good day, good evening. This was another episode of Hashtag From Coach to Coach, Hashtag We Talk on Mondays. This is your host, Francisco. Thank you. <laughs>